Welcome to this podcast. I'm your host, Paris James, and all I want is for you to go out there and live your damn life. This is a safe space where we can just be ourselves and have meaningful conversations. Let's face it, life is not always perfect, but you can choose to live it unconditionally, now and always. I'm just here to remind you that you have the power to create the exact magical life that you deserve, and guess what? I am proud of you already. I'm so grateful that you're here, tuned in and listening, so let's dive right in. Hi everyone, welcome back to this podcast. This is the episode that we might have been waiting on and it is the one where we start a conversation about anxiety and I just want to give you a few tips or ways that you can reframe this anxiety in your life and maybe it can help you cope when you start experiencing those feelings. So let's dive right in. The first tip that I have is to understand that it is human to experience these feelings and just because you're experiencing anxiety, you're experiencing those feelings doesn't mean that you are a terrible person or that something is wrong with you or that you are any less because of this. And going back to a little bit about my personal experience with anxiety, I feel like we always kind of use that phrase very loosely Like I would go about being like, oh my God, I'm feeling so anxious. And I just never felt like I truly experienced anxiety until last year. And I remember like always reading up about the symptoms and never actually having any of those symptoms, but still going about being like, oh, this is making me anxious. And it's only when last year I started to experience it, then I was like, oh my God, this is real. And it all started when of course the pandemic hit and I realized that all of my classes were going to be closed down because we weren't allowed to practice or go to gyms or go to studios and we were just kind of stuck at home. Everybody was experiencing some sort of cabin fever, just being unable to go about their daily lives and I remember at that point in time I wanted to do something, like I just felt like I had to, you know, do the typical overachiever and like do something So I started to write this yoga book and I compiled a list of all of the questions that anybody had about starting a yoga practice. And I remember starting to write the book and learn how to edit and learn how to put it together. And for some reason, I just remember waking up and my heart would be beaten out of its chest. Like it would just be racing. I'd be like, okay, but like nothing's happening. Like, why is this happening to me? And even though I read so much about anxiety, it didn't actually hit me that like I was actually experiencing anxiety. And there was so much other things that was going on in my life at that point in time. Besides like writing a book, there was a lot of stuff that was going on at home and in my personal life. And it was only when I started to really tune in and be like, why is my heart racing? Why am I feeling nauseous? Why can't I sleep at night? And I remember talking to my best friend and being like, my heart is like racing and I don't know how to stop it. And it would just happen randomly. Like I would be going to the kitchen, getting a glass of water and my heart would be pounding. Like I actually thought people could hear it. And then I told her and she was like, that's anxiety. And I was like, what? Like I always kind of played around with the term, I'm anxious. But it was at that point I stopped and I was like, oh my God, I feel sick. Like I actually feel sick. And it was like not even anything that I could pinpoint It wasn't like if I had a deadline for the book that I was writing because all of this was just stuff I was doing on my own, but it wasn't like something tangible that I could have been like, this is causing my anxiety. It just kind of popped up and I was like, oh my God, 
is it like, am I going crazy? Am I this terrible person? Is it that I can't deal with this pandemic? Or is it that like something is happening to me? And then I stopped and I reminded myself that this is human and we are probably all going to experience anxiety, even if it's like slips in and just a, a way where you just kind of feel uneasy. It's a general feeling of like uneasiness. And of course, there are different categories. There's generalized anxiety disorder and all of these things that I'm probably going to bring a professional to talk about these things. But from my own studies doing neuroscience and having a background in psychology, I was able to realize that like my anxiety was just popping up in a general way, but there were still factors around me that were contributing to it. And I just had to realize that this is something that we probably all going to experience and it didn't make me any less of a person. And once I started to think this is normal, this is something that we can experience and it's not that like I'm deteriorating or like becoming sick or crazy. It was just that I was experiencing anxiety. So my first tip for you is just to understand that like this is human. We all have feelings, emotions, experiences in our lives. So don't feel like if you are any less of a person or if you can't cope with things better than somebody else because you have anxiety, we all go through this. And the difference is that we might not all vocalize it. Like I'm pretty sure if you're watching somebody on social media and I talked about this in a comparison episode you're probably going to be like, her life is perfect. She probably doesn't have anxiety. But I'm telling you that it is human. And when you realize that, it makes it so much easier. The second tip I have for you is to understand that we should reframe the sentence, I am anxious. Because I am is a statement or phrase that is innate to your nature. I am a girl. You know, it's something that's innate to your nature. And if I say I am anxious, that means that I am basically telling myself that anxiety is part of my natural makeup. And that is not the case. I am anxious should be reframed or rephrased into I am feeling anxiety right now. I am experiencing anxiety or I am feeling anxious or these feelings of anxiety are like happening to me at this point in time. But it should never be a situation where you say, I am anxious. And feelings are something that are transient. Because if they were something that like were part of your actual makeup, that means you will be experiencing it all of the time. So for instance, if you say, I am anxious, that means it's a, a trait that you have all of the time. Like I'm just trying to explain it in a way that Maybe you might understand what I'm trying to say, that it's something that's transient. So you shouldn't define yourself as I am anxious or I am depressed, but rather that you are experiencing this. And from the time you think about it as a transient feeling, you know that there are parts in your life where you're not going to be anxious. And that's amazing. It means that we go through stages, we go through phases, phases, sorry, and we go through feelings. So you have to really reframe that. And if these thoughts or these emotions like come up in your life, really try to take a step back and be like, I am not anxious. I'm experiencing these feelings of anxiety and these feelings are transient. And this too shall pass is a phrase that I love so much. And I think it's so important that we could bring that phrase into our lives whenever these feelings arise. The third tip that I have for you is to understand that Whatever it is you're feeling anxious about, it might not be happening at this point in time. It might be something that you're worried about that's probably like so far off into the future, something that you 
have no control over, or it could be something from the past that is happening and you're just like experiencing those feelings because you're constantly thinking about it. So I want you to, in that point in time, look at that point in time, just stop and be like, whatever it is I'm thinking about right now, it is not happening right now in this present moment. And if you stop and you remind yourself of that, you're basically telling your brain or your fight or flight response system that you are safe at that point in time. And the thing is, our brains are actually wired for these feelings of like anxiety and these feelings of like something bad is going to happen. And that is because it's a protective mechanism when we were like really back in the ancient days and we were very heightened towards bad things that could happen in the hunter-gatherer phase. And our brains kind of kept that pattern. So we were just, these feelings, these negative feelings were just naturally heightened because it's trying to tell our bodies, be careful or be safe. And that was what we needed at that point to survive. But right now, don't let your brain like take control of the situation because in that moment where you're experiencing those feelings, just remember that it is not happening right now in this present moment where these feelings of anxiety are arising. I am safe. So start reframing it for yourself and start being like, wait, stop. Whatever it is I'm anxious about is not happening right now. I am safe. And maybe you could write that up somewhere, stick it up somewhere, or just keep it as like a background on your phone. Being like, this too shall pass. Right now, I am safe in this present moment. Anything that would help you to remember that. The fourth tip that I have for you is to think about life as a really big blank canvas where anything is possible, anything can happen. And if you are happening to experience something negative or something that you just hate at the moment or just really strongly dislike, I just want you to just stop for a second and be like, there is a bigger picture in this. I might be feeling sad right now. I might be feeling anxious. I might be feeling depressed, but this is not the entirety of my life. There is going to be a point in time in life where I feel really, really happy, where I feel really, really successful. And I'm not saying to take anything away from that present moment, but just understand that life is whatever you make it. It's a big, beautiful, blank canvas and you don't need to be experiencing these things for the rest of your life. So don't get too caught up in a moment being like, I am anxious, I will never be the same again. Because it used to have points in times last year and even, even up to last week, I was like, can't sleep, feeling anxious, heart racing. I have this tendency to pace up and down. Like sometimes I wonder if like that is how I get my cardio in because I'm just pacing up and down all the time. And I remember even as a student, everybody would be like quietly studying and I would be like the maniac walking up and down like 50,000 times. I'm not even kidding. And it would happen to me and I'd be like, okay, wait, stop. This is just happening now, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to be changed forever. God forbid I get this anxiety attack and I'm forever changed. Your life is big. It is beautiful. It's a blank canvas and you have the power to hashtag, I'm just going to throw it in, live your damn life. So don't let any single point in your life define that canvas. There's so much space, so much that you can do with your life. So start thinking about it like that. Fifth tip I have for you is something that I actually learned in therapy. And it is that sometimes we might be feeling anxious because we are worried about the future. 
And what my therapist said to do was actually, let's try to reframe those anxious thoughts. So if you're like anxious, sometimes you might have like butterflies, your heart might be beating, but then think about it. If you're like excited to do something, let's just say you're going to a theme park, you have butterflies, your heart is beating, and you're just really excited. And those feelings are like feelings of joy. Now, he taught me to reframe that feeling of like worried about the future and reframe it into being hopeful about the future. Because anxiety is usually happening because of something that you're thinking about that didn't even happen as yet. It's just kind of, it can just happen at any point in time. But if I say, for instance, I'm anxious about my Zoom classes and how they're going to perform or how they're going to do, then instead of being like, I'm feeling anxious about these Zoom classes, instead I'm going to be like, you know what? I am going to feel hopeful and I'm going to feel excited and my heart is beating, not because I'm anxious, but because I'm just so excited. I'm so hopeful. And you, it's such a powerful thing. Like I can't even begin to tell you how much this changed my life because every situation that came up after, I was like, am I anxious? Or is there a way that I could change this into being excited or hopeful about the future? Because when you think about anxiety, chances are you're worried about the future or worried about something. But why not just be excited or hopeful? And in being hopeful, it gives you a chance to kind of get out of that slump and just be like, yeah, maybe my heart was beaten and I was sweaty and I was like, can't sleep. And why not just start feeling hopeful or excited? And then sooner or later, those feelings, like whenever you start feeling those symptoms of like anxiety rising up, your brain is eventually going to be like, oh my God, you're just hopeful. You're just excited and that's a good thing. And then you're going to start yourself on this train of thought being like, oh my God, yes, we're excited. We're hopeful. We don't know what's going to happen, but you know, that's okay. We're not anxious. We're excited. We're hopeful. We're hopeful about this new project we're working on at work. We are hopeful about this new career change. Yeah, we might have a little bit of anxiety in the beginning, but let's see how we can reframe that for ourselves. That is one of the best tips that I have. And that's tip number five. And I really want you to let that sink in and maybe try to, you can listen to this episode as many times as you like, but really try to let that one sink in because it's something that you can do to control those thoughts on your own. So as my therapist taught me this, I'm like sharing it on here so that you can maybe get in tune with that change or reaction. And remember like one of my favorite phrases is you can't change something, but you can change how you react to it. So I can't change these symptoms of anxiety that sometimes just pop out of, out of the blue, but I can change how I react to it or how I reframe it in my mind. The sixth tip that I have for you is to find some activity to go to when these feelings arise. And for me, you all know I'm your yoga BFF. Yoga is something that truly like 100% changed my life. And I'm going to have a big episode on that soon. But it doesn't have to be yoga for you. It could be spending some time outside, walking around, reading a book that sometimes self-help books, like I'm not even going to lie. If I'm feeling anxious and I'm reading like a self-help book on like, you know, how to become a millionaire overnight, those books actually kind of make me start feeling that anxiety popping up again. So what I do instead is actually read like a novel and like take myself away from that kind of like hustle mentality that I might have been getting myself into. So I would read novels Maybe you just walk around, find something to unwind, 
Maybe it's something as simple as like making a cup of tea and sitting down to enjoy it. That's completely fine as well. But tip number six is to just find an activity that you really resonate with and something that you can always go back to. This leads me to tip number seven, which is to practice the four, seven, eight breathing technique. And doing yoga, I'm all about the breath. And this is something, and I love this because with like finding an unwinding activity, you actually have to, you know, get up, go grab a book or go put on some hot water or grab your mat. And you actually have to do things physically to maybe do that unwind activity. So that's why I really love tip number seven, which is the four, seven, eight breathing technique. Because for me, that's something that if you start feeling anxious at work, you can literally just do it right there. So I do have a video of this on my Instagram at the Paris James. If you want to check it out, you can also just search it up. But basically, it's a way where we could kind of tone down that anxiety by activating the part of our nervous system that is responsible for the rest and relax. So what you do is inhale for four counts, hold it at the top for seven, and exhale for eight. So when your exhale is longer than your inhale, that is when you're telling your body, I am relaxed, I am not panting and puffing, I am just in a state of relaxation and it's recommended to practice at least four rounds of this. So I think that this is amazing and something that you can definitely do just four rounds. If you're going to bed, if you're at work, if you're just driving, maybe don't close your eyes and do it if you're driving, but just consciously try to tell yourself if you don't want to do the four, seven, eight, which might be a little bit hard if you're, if you're now getting into like deep breathing and if you prefer just to just take a three inhale and a four exhale count, that's completely fine. Just find a way to just stop yourself and be like, let me just take some deep breaths. And deep breaths, I'm telling you, they are like a lifesaver. They completely change your life. So definitely get in on that four, seven, eight breathing technique. It is amazing and life-changing. Tip number eight, of course, is just get in some therapy and I was always like so against therapy. My parents tried to send me when I was really young and I just hated it. I, I just didn't trust the person that I was like going by. I just felt like, I don't know, I just really closed up and I had one bad experience with therapy and in my head I was like, oh, I'm never going to go back. There's nobody who's going to listen to me or understand me. And that's actually a little bit ignorant because there are people who are qualified and trained to kind of get you through these things. So what I did, and this is absolutely not sponsored, I went on to betterhelp.com and they actually match you with a therapist. So you can choose if you want a male, a female, you can choose all these different things. You can basically have a profile for yourself and they will match you to therapists who actually like have things in common with you or have experience working with those kind of like things that you might want to talk about. So I remember the first guy I got matched with he was actually a male and he was really big into yoga. So one of the things I put into my profile was that I really love yoga. And I remember our first conversation was just all about yoga and all about like how it changed his life, how it changed my life. And it kind of made me feel really comfortable talking to him. So betterhelp.com is a really affordable way as well to go. And you can do it virtually. A lot of things are virtual right now. So don't be afraid. It's a very professional site. And if you don't like your therapist, that is completely fine. You can actually apply to switch and kind of play around with it. If you really don't like that first person, there's an option to change. It's not like you're stuck with that person forever. 
So last year, BetterHelp really, really helped me. And sometimes it's just about having that person who has nothing to do with your life. So it's like, I'm so fed up complaining to my friends. They're probably fed up with me. And I really just wanted somebody who I can talk to who was very like objective, like not even any country, doesn't know anything about me, anything about my life, doesn't have me on social media, just a clean slate. So I think if you really want to get that option, that is tip number eight for you. So let me know if you want to check it out. If you have any other questions, you can always message me on Instagram, hit me a DM, even an email as well. I'll leave all of that information down below in the show notes so you can check it out. Tip number nine, if you feel like you're not there yet with the therapy and you want some reassurance from your friends, I would say find that one person who doesn't mind you talking about the same thing over and over again. And that one person is my best friend. And I kind of basically just message her and be like, hey, I'm feeling really anxious about this project that I'm working on. I just really need some reassurance or just kind of help me sort through my thoughts. And she will be like, I will tell her like what it is I'm worried about. And she'll be like, okay, let's break it down. You don't really need to worry about this because of X, Y, Z. And she really kind of gives me that reassurance. So I'm like not even ashamed to be like, hey, I am feeling really anxious about this. I need some reassurance. And sometimes all you need is a friend to just be like, don't worry, you've got this. Like, you don't need to worry and like tell you those things. So if you have a friend, a family member, anybody you can really trust, I highly recommend that you have them as like your reassurance buddy if you feel like therapy is not the level where you want to be at just yet. Tip number 10 is to remind yourself, like I said in the beginning of this episode, that nothing is permanent. I'm just going to say it again, nothing is permanent and it's okay to not be okay as long as you remember that that is not going to be forever. So these feelings and these emotions, they are not permanent. So be kind to yourself. So that's a part of tip number 10 too. Just be kind. Be kind to yourself. If you keep telling yourself negative things or talking about yourself in a negative way, it's just going to really impact on how you're able to cope in these situations. So I highly recommend that you just be kind to yourself. Know when these feelings are arising and just tell yourself, it's okay to not be okay. It's human and nothing is permanent. So these are my 10 tips on how you can reframe anxiety for yourself. And this is just the beginning of the topic for anxiety. And we have so much more to dive into, but I just wanted to give you 10 really, really tangible things that you can do whether it's physical or mental. And I just really want to let you know that it's okay to feel this way and that you are not alone. And there is another episode I'm going to talk about on how you can actually just write these things down. So sometimes when you're anxious as well, I forgot to mention that in number nine, if you want reassurance from friends, you can actually just start writing down stuff as well So if you feel like you don't have somebody to talk to, my recommendation is to write it down. Whatever it is that's popping up in your mind, whatever it is you're feeling anxious about, write it down. Like it could be like three pages of random babble scribble, but writing it down gets it out of your mind and onto paper. And then you can just be like, I feel so much better. So journaling is going to be another episode, but that is all for today's episode And I really want to let you know that you are not alone. I'm here. 
It's okay to feel anxious, but just don't let it define your whole life. You are strong, powerful, capable. Just take a deep breath. Hopefully join me for some yoga in my Zoom classes. Just pulling that plug in there. But yeah, you've got this. Go out there, get that blank canvas and hashtag live your damn life. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk soon. If you love this podcast, let's be BFFs. You can DM me at the Paris James on Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe, download your favorite episodes and leave us a review. And if you have a topic you want to hear about next, feel free to comment and let me know. Until then, talk soon.